And I appreciate all the ministers, evangelists, five-fold ministry uh, in the rally, my brother, good man of God, pastor. If I cry a little bit, is that all right? Feel the Holy Ghost, and he's been good to me. Uh, we, we won't hold you too long because I know a lot of folks are driving and uh, I'll just get to it in just a second. It won't be long, just a thought the Lord laid on my heart. And I want to say everybody here, it's been a long time and it's just good to see everybody. It's good to have my wife with me. The Lord blessed me with a wonderful Filipino woman that was born, raised in the church, a prayer warrior. And uh, I don't want to ever forget her, and uh, she's good to me. She's, I don't know what the Lord saw in me to let me have her for a little while while I'm here on the earth, but I appreciate it. And one thing I learned last year is that we ought to love one another while we can. And we ought to lift up one another while we can. And we ought to be the church every day. We ought to be a light in a lost and dying world. I admire Brother Strogan's. And his wife, full-time on the evangelistic field, quit their jobs and just to do something for God to help, help the kingdom of heaven. That's, 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 a, that's a big decision and God will bless. And all the preachers and Elder Smith and his wife. And we were going to the Philippines this year. I think Brother Brown's still going. I don't know why, but he's still planning on going. And uh, I already got mine. She's right there, so I don't have to go. And... Uh, coronavirus I'll be praying for you hallelujah but God knows and he's in control of everything and my brother up here dancing and um, he ain't changed one bit has he he's a good man and uh, I wonder if we could just praise him one more time and ask God to touch our hearts and I knew you had a had a wonderful ladies conference I feel the the after effect and the Holy Ghost still among us. You ladies had a wonderful ladies conference. Hallelujah. Worship, praised, and prayed for one another and heard the good word of the Lord. Come on, let's magnify the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Oh, can we shout out to the Lord? He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He's a good God, and so uh, I'm going to get right into the Word of the Lord this afternoon, and uh, just good to be here, and just help me to say what I need to say, and say, I don't want to say anything I ain't supposed to say, and I don't want to offend anybody. I'm here to lift up the people of God and be a vessel that He can use to uh, let you know one more time who you are and who you serve, and we are the sons and daughters of the Most High God. You are the daughter of Zion. I am a child of the king. Somebody said not long ago, got more power one little finger than the devil's got in all his imps. I've been baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire, and I've got power. There are just some things I don't have to put up with, and you don't either. Get behind me, Satan. I'm a child. This is God's church. That's God's man. That's God's people. That's God's ministers. And he is a good God. And he fights our battles. Hallelujah. I want to turn to the book of Acts, chapter number 16. Very familiar reading. And we'll start at verse number 25. When you get there, say, praise the Lord. I was quick. Been there many times. 
Praise the Lord. And uh, there's a preaching spirit, it's easy, anointing here. And I pray every heart will be touched. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. And at midnight, everybody say midnight. Paul and Silas, just two of them, they prayed. Everybody say prayed. Saying praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. And at midnight, 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 Paul and Silas prayed. And then after they prayed, they sang. You can't sing without praying. You can't have anointing without praying. You can't preach without praying. You can't live for God in this last day without having a prayer life. You're going to need the anointing in this last day. That coronavirus that's sweeping the land, you're going to have to have the Holy Ghost that that plague will come to you and pass on by. There's something about praying people. The devil shakes and trembles. There's some praying people right here. I feel it. Oh, it's easy. They prayed, and after they prayed, they sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Your pastor, my brother, will pray, and we'll... Let the Lord have his way here today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Now, I know everybody in the buildings heard that message and read it many, many times. And I preached it one other place not long ago. And, but the Lord laid it on my heart to let my people know that we are in the midnight hour. This, I might go slow if that's all right. Little. We are the time clock. Thank God there's not one here. But in the spiritual realm, we understand. Because we're the children of God. We are living at the midnight hour. Jesus could come back before we leave this church building today. And things happen at the midnight hour. I don't have time, but you can go back Old Testament, New Testament and find at midnight a lot of things happened. And at midnight tonight, there's a new day dawning. And if we make it through another day and another midnight, there'll be another day coming. We are living in the latter part of humanity's existence on the face of the planet. I don't care what some people say, we've heard that all of our life and where's the promise of His coming. But Paul believed that when he was walking and preaching and singing and praying in the prison that Jesus could come back right then. We see the signs everywhere, don't we, church? Uh, we've got a little further to go, and heaven is going to be our home. It's the midnight hour. The Lord said, tell my people it's the midnight hour. And He said to tell uh, the people of God and myself that we are the midnight hour church. That's the title. We are the midnight hour church. 
Come on, somebody. I'm looking at the midnight hour church. I'm looking at the midnight hour pastors. I'm looking at the midnight evangelists and teachers and, and bishops and, and saints of God that have this message, that have this treasure in earthling vessels. We have the glory of God in this temple. We are not of this world. This world is not our home. We're pilgrims. We're strangers passing through. We're looking for a build, a city whose builder and maker is God. I'm not tied down to this world. My life is not caught up in the things of this world. I looked at the soles of my shoes. Uh, hallelujah, they're about wore out. Uh, I don't know if that's some shouting or I just need to get a new pair. They're old. Uh, hallelujah, but I do know this. Uh, I'm glad I'm in the church uh, in this midnight hour time. I'm glad I got a one God apostolic pastor. I'm glad I got an evangelist that'll come to our church uh, and still live holy and separated and teach us uh, there is but one God and we are the bride of Christ. I'm glad I got a holiness wife. I'm glad I got a woman that loves God. I'm glad I got brothers and sisters that fear God, that respect God, that honor the man of God and the people of God. Can we praise him tonight? Hallelujah. I'll try to hurry on. I won't be long. And, and you know the story how that uh, Paul was told in a vision to go to Philippi and Macedonia. And, and he began to preach there at the hour of prayer. And, and there was this young woman that followed him around. And, and she began to say unto the people, These men bring the ways of salvation. That was truth. Uh, hallelujah. But Paul, the man of God, he was discerned. Uh, there's something not right about this woman. She had a spirit of divination or a spirit of a python or a serpent. She was of the devil. Hallelujah. And she made her masters a lot of money by soothsaying. Uh, hallelujah. But when Paul and Silas came to town, uh, when the apostolic midnight hour preacher came to town, uh, he began to preach what God. Uh, Jesus is that God. Water baptism in filling of the Holy Ghost. It stirred up the city. Hallelujah. And he, after many days, uh, looked to the woman and rebuked the woman and said, come out of her. Uh, and she was healed in her right mind and the magistrates got upset and the masters got upset and the city got upset because they were after one thing all the money they could get by this woman that was possessed with a devil hallelujah many churches today all they want is money all they want is a crowd I'm going to preach what God gave me I thank God I'm in a church right now that they, you got a watchman on the wall that can about my soul that'll tell me when I'm right that'll tell me when I'm wrong that'll stand for truth in the midst of adversity and a perilous generation that's untoward God but I'm glad I'm one God apostolic I feel the Holy Ghost in this place we are in the midnight hour we're in the midnight hour last year was a tough year for us but yet it was a happy year. My mother went to be with the Lord on February 26th and, and uh, she was sick for a long time, but she was born again. She was baptized. My brother baptized her in Jesus' name. Tongue talker. They don't like talk. She was a tongue talker. She was a holiness woman. 
lay hands on she just speaking tongues at 89 years old sick in the hospital speaking in tongues and she said, I'm ready to go to heaven. When's the Lord going to take me, son? Talking to me. I said, your other son's coming. He's going to see you. And then maybe the Lord will see fit to take you. Went along. Hallelujah. The Lord took her out of this world. And the funeral. Hallelujah. We shouted all over the place. Because we're the midnight hour church. Where the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. We're going to bless his holy name. When the good times and the bad times. When money is short. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to clap my hand. I refuse to sit in an apostolic church with my hands folded. I refuse to sit on the music. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's for God. I refuse to sit on the end time midnight hour preachers that labor in the word. I said they labor in the word. They're fighting all kinds of spirits. But they keep on. They keep on. They keep on. They keep on because they know it's right. The midnight hour. Hallelujah. And we are the midnight hour church. Hallelujah. We look in the Old Testament and the midnight are just a couple examples and, and I'll hurry up and then uh, we'll have an altar call and let the Lord remind us again who I am, who you are. You've got the Holy Ghost. You're commissioned as a light in a dark world. We're running out of time. Their souls going to hell. They need to be in the Lamb's book of life. I got a son 20 years old. I need to pray for him more now than ever before. The light is bright, but one day it's going to go out in an instant. And the church will be out of this world. The Old Testament. And God told Moses, go to Pharaoh, Egypt. Tell him, let my people go. Hurry along. And plague after plague after plague, ten, hallelujah. But the last plague that was going to come at midnight got his attention. And the reason why this was, he could have went out on the first plague. But God wanted the world to know. I put a separation between the people of Egypt and the people of Israel. My church is not of this world. My church don't serve false gods. My church loves me with a love everlasting because our God is a jealous God. He's not interested in your suit and tie. Although we should cover ourselves, don't misread me but he's wondering are you going to worship me are you going to praise me or did you just come to be seen by another preacher or another saint or another church are you going to worship me when there's only a few hallelujah are you going to worship me in a crowd are you going to worship me when you're alone are you going to worship me when they take your car are you going to worship me when they take your house you're going to worship me when your wife walks out on you are you going to be true to me are you going to worship me when people talk about you and run you down I'm going to worship him I've been poor enough to know if I stay true to him he'll stay true to me and the latter will be greater than the former hallelujah I don't know if it's steps or not that's all training the steps hallelujah we are the midnight hour church. Doesn't matter if you got three saints in your church, you're the midnight hour church. Ain't based on the number. It's based on the heart and the call of God. 
and there's a revival. But let me hurry. I don't know why I'm in a hurry. I'm running out of breath because I just turned 60. I'm getting old. <laughs> but could you imagine being in Egypt, Pharaoh, all those Jews, all those people of God. And finally that night comes around and command was told me to tell all my people to get that spotted lamb, take that blood, put it on the doorpost, and when death angel comes over and I see the blood, I'll pass over. But every firstborn in Egypt will die, even from the top to the least, handmaids, all of them, servants, all of them, even the beast. And there was a wailing that went on at midnight. Midnight. Things happen at midnight. We are at the midnight hour, church. I'm not here to be entertained. I hope this is all right. I come to church to have church. I come to have prayer meeting. Prayer meeting. Worship service. Get my heart right, God, and let a man of God tell me the message for the hour. And so, you know the story, he let them go. They crossed the Red Sea. God destroyed many of the Israelites that murmured and complained. There will always be somebody that will murmur and complain. But those that follow the man of God, those that listen to the voice of God, that said it's not my will but you. I'm not the leader. He is. And I'm going to follow him because I want to make it to the promised land. Do whatever you got to do. Tell me how to be saved. Not today, most churches. How dare you? Paul and Silas in that prison. The mistake that the jailers and uh, they made in Rome was it how they they didn't uh, put tape or, or or they didn't shut their mouths. They put them in bonded shackles, their feet. I don't know how far they could move. Didn't really matter. They've been beaten, bloodied. Put in an old dungeon way back. Such a charge to the jailer. If they escape, it's your life. Not like our prisons today, but in some third world countries it's like that. Hallelujah. We are blessed to be in the United States of America. And I don't want to get on the political side, but ooh, I wish I could say it, but I'll pass. Hallelujah. Did you read my lips? Oh. <laughs> I'm on the right side, hallelujah. Right side of Jesus Christ, right side of... Anyway. It's a good day to be living for God. We're in the midnight hour. It could happen now. It could happen tonight. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen before you get to your destination when you leave here today. It could. It's the midnight hour. And one more comes to mind, and then I'll talk a little bit about... Paul and Silas, but and then I'll come to a close. Just short message, but something to think about. You're special. We need to realize He's the lifter of our heads. I feel, can I just go in the Spirit a little bit? I feel in my spirit there is an intimidation spirit that attacks us sometimes. And insecurity comes our way and I know I fight it. It's a spirit we have to address and we have to let the devil know I'm not the person I used to be. You're talking to him. He's in the grave. I'm a new creature. I'm a new creation. I have a walk 
morning. And if I fall, my daddy won't throw me away. He'll lift me up and love me. I have made mistakes. Anybody else brave enough to lift your hand after you got the Holy Ghost? You have fallen. You have backslid. You might have came to church, but your heart was far, and you feel like, what's the use? I quit. But the midnight father of this church named Jesus Christ will whisper to you through a song, through a preacher, through something and let you know I love you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Get up. I'm your daddy. I'm your father. I'm their, your creator. I'm your lover. I'm your friend. I'm God and nobody else is. It doesn't really matter what nobody says about me. I've lived long enough to know that all people are going to talk. And it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters in my life right now is my walk with God and my pastor in my life, which is a great man of God. And whatever he says, I do. He says, I can go preach, I'll go. And he says, preach all you can preach. I said, I just want to make sure it's okay for you to let us go. And we give our tithing and our offerings there. Hallelujah. I want to be right in this midnight hour. I'm not trying to be a pastor. I'm just telling you, we, we, we're, we're running out of time. We are living in the midnight hour. It's time to worship now. It's time to praise Him now. I look at my brother running all over the place. But if you'd have seen him last night when he led us in his home, his face was as white as that sheet. And I said, brother, you're sick. You need to rest. And he said, oh, I can't rest. I got too much going on. Sick, stressed, hallelujah. But got one thing on his mind, Jesus Christ and the church of the living God. And all you pastors are like that. And you saints of God are like that. And I saw him get up here today, and I said, man, he's feeling good. That's the way the anointing happens. When you're sick, you just drag yourself to church anyway. Hallelujah. You get there. Man, I feel great. You may leave and feel bad again, but while you was there, felt great. I'm in the midnight hour church. I don't believe I'll go today, sis. I know, I know. I don't like this one, that one. I, I think I'll just look for another church and. Uh, you do what you want to do. I'm in the midnight hour church, and the midnight hour's here. I ain't got time to be playing around. Ain't got time to be chasing some little fox over here. Come on, somebody say amen, please. You know it's true. God's been good to us. There are requirements. There are certain ways. Oh, God, we are apostolic in every way. Ain't that a song? We are apostolic in every way. Hallelujah. I'm feeling good. This ain't your cup of tea. I'm sorry. Midnight hour, the cry was made. This is midnight hour, cry could be made. Go ye out to meet the bridegroom, he calleth for you. There's five foolish and five wise. They're all in the church, they all come. Oh, look at my dress, look at my suit, yeah. That's important, but what's in here is important. It's how I treat my brothers, how I treat my sisters, how I treat my pastor. Most of all, it's how if I treat God good... If I spend time in His feet, I'll have the fruit of the Spirit and I'll love people instead of point the finger at people. And I won't judge people. And I'll lift them up even when they're wrong. Because that's what a real Christian does. 
Pray for them. Come on, somebody. There's been times when you're down, you wondered if anybody cared. And God said, You got a pastor that cared. You got a first lady that cares. You got a church family that cares. All you got to do is drag in and say, I need your help. And guess what? He'll do. He'll help you. The church will help you. The Spirit of God will help you. Get involved in the prayer room. Get involved in the praise service. I know we get older and I can't do what I used to do. I'm, I hate to tell you, I just turned something the other day. What'd you say? What'd you say? You got you. I rebuke you. <laughs> yeah, I turned sixty years old. Sixty. Thank you. I'm still here. But I wake up in the morning time. My wife, young, she's running all over the place. I'm going. Oh God. Oh my head. Oh God, I gotta go to work. Oh no. I should be retired. I'm not. You know. <laughs> Church time's coming. A few more words. The devil is out to get the end time church. Midnight hour church. God has a church in this midnight hour is a real deal. If you're satisfied going to places, other places, and there is no worship, there is no fire, there's no anointing, the preacher's just putting on a show, and it doesn't matter if you skip, miss, don't matter, nothing. We're not interested in that in this day. I want evangelists. I want evangelists, teachers, pastors, saints that are on fire for God. And we've got people in our church that's 90 years old. They still lift their hand and, and speak in tongues. Yes, we do. The majority of the people in the church I go to are in their 80s and they worship God and shout. They may not run, but they stand there and do this. They don't sit there like this, like they're bored out of their mind. That might offend somebody, but I'm sorry. God is offended by that. If you got two good legs and you got two good heads and you're breathing and you're not sick and not in a wheelchair you want to do something for the Lord you want to give him praise you want to shout every once in a while they were beaten and thrown in prison they didn't complain Paul said it could be worse we're doing this unto the Lord hallelujah come on Silas let's pray to Jesus they didn't start out singing. They said, thank you, Lord, that we can suffer with you. We preach the gospel. This is what they did to us, but we give you glory, and we thank you for it. Praise the Lord. And then all of a sudden, they started feeling happy. I think I got a song, Silas. Yeah, I do too. Blood running down their back. I get talked about, and I'm ready to quit. I don't know about you, I have. I said, my God, I ain't going back to church. Jezebel got me underneath a juniper tree. I done hanged up my harp, and I'm ready to throw in the towel. What doest thou here, son? Well, that woman's trying to kill me. Well, we know what we're talking about. We got one of those after us. That's all right, but I learned to ignore. <laughs> oh, you looking at me, you ain't never had somebody after you try to destroy your name, your reputation. Everybody believe their story. What I found out, don't fight. Don't fight to try to justify your story. Just give your story to the Lord in due time. God will bring it all to light. All to flourishing. Hallelujah. And so I'm almost done. We are the midnight hour church. Paul and Silas, they prayed, they sang, and they worshiped the Lord in prison. We got a beautiful sanctuary. This is beautiful. My God, we're in a gym. I ain't saying nobody. 
I got to be careful. <laughs> we ain't got carpet on the floor, man. It's freezing up here, burning up back there. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Come on, somebody laugh with me. You know, not here. I'm just saying places I've been. I've been the Philippines who had a deal on rocks. And they call an altar call, get run over by 150 Filipino people that love God and slobber into tears, you slip and fall. And it ain't no 10 minutes. I'm not trying to compare because we're here and we're blessed and we worship and you're good people. I'm not saying that. But we are blessed to be in the United States of America. And I looked at your new church. My God. Man, it ain't going to be long. We're going to be running. New Life Apostolic Church in Colleen, Texas. Because they had a people and had a man with a vision. Hallelujah. The people got together with Nehemiah and said, we got to keep on working. The enemy came in, but we didn't come down from the wall. We just worked with one hand and fought with the other. Because we're the midnight hour church. Quitter can't get nothing done. But a fighter, hallelujah, will make it to the other side. Young people shout here, run all over the place. Midnight hour church. They worshiped and they prayed in the prison. The prisoners heard them. That's what we need in this last day. Uh, we need to have that midnight hour revival service every time we come. And, then, and when the uh, sinners, the prisoners come, they hear it, they feel it, and they come to an altar. And then we pray them through and put them in the water. And then they're sitting on the pew with us. And they're a part of the midnight hour bride in the last day. Got in right on time. Pray for our life. Anybody got lost loved ones? I'm trying to close. I got a son that I love and I pray for. You pray for yours with tears of yearning. Save him, God. Oh, God, whatever you got to do, let my little boy be saved. Because I know we're going to leave this world one day. My precious mama, I miss her every day. But God gave me a peace in my heart. I was working one day grieving about my mother being gone. We had a great funeral, the Holy Ghost shouting, and people at the casket lifting up their hands. Uh, it was a glorious, it was a celebration because of midnight hour church. But there were sinners there, hallelujah, that my sister had. they never seen nothing like that before. And they still talk about it. We've never seen a funeral like that. It that's my heart. Hallelujah. Because we are the bride. We are the church. We don't do things like the church world. It was a celebration. Oh, there's grieving. I was behind our office at the car lot after a few months. And God gave me great peace and crying one day by myself. And the Lord said, son. I said, yes, sir. He says, I want you to know something with a surety. Your mama is fine. She is with me. You will see her again one day. Just like that. I don't believe that. I believe it. Hallelujah. And so they sang. They praised. Prisoners heard. And what happened after they prayed? I want to put that in. They prayed first. I noticed the prayer rooms at the new church. Praise God. Prayer. Sometimes I ain't getting no better. Well, have you prayed? No, not yet. I can't get over here. I'm broke. I just don't feel good. I'm just not getting better. Have you prayed? No. I did this and did that. Have you prayed? No. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes it takes a minute. You know that we all, all of us seasoned. You know, but you gotta be prayer. 
I gotta, even if I've been in church 30 years, I've got to be prayer. There's got to be prayer. That's what the devil, the God of this world, fights the midnight hour church. He's taking the altars out of the church. They may be there, but nobody's there. Somebody's got to get down and pray. Somebody's got to fast. Somebody's got to pray for the pastor. Somebody's got to pray for the church. And we all pray. Wonder what God would do. The midnight hour church would be the light of the world. And he would add daily. Everywhere you go, the churches would fill up. And if we could learn to pray. Well, I'm living right. I'm holding this. I don't smoke, joke, and, and go here and go there. That ain't enough. That ain't enough. I hope this is okay. I'm, I want to obey God. And I know you pray here because I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm just saying we can't lose it. Can't lose it. Can't lose it. So the prisoners were... There was a mighty earthquake after that revival in prison. You know the story. And so I'm closing. I, there's other things happening at midnight, but we look at our world. How much longer can this world stand? My wife was disappointed we didn't get to go. It was going in April and Elder Smith was going to preach it and we were going and to the Philippines but the coronavirus floating around all these countries and so we uh, determined not to go and being where the Brown's going in Jesus' name and he'll be with you. But uh, we're running out of time. And... and you ever preach a message and you feel like there's this, there's something you're trying to reach for and it's almost there and I want, if I walk away now, it's like I didn't do any good. And that ain't about me, but I'm, I'm trying to help somebody or someone's in here. You may feel like you don't mean a whole lot. You may not feel like you add too much to the midnight hour church. Well, you're wrong. You're way wrong. I want to learn one thing, the love of God that's shed abroad in our hearts. He's the Prince of Peace. He's a rose of Sharon. He's a lily of the valley. He's our bright morning star. He's our Alpha and Omega. He's our song in the midnight hour. David said, I looked to my right and there was no one there. I'm running for my life and Saul's trying to kill me. And all I did was worship you, God. Seemed like the more closer I get to you, the more enemies I have. That will be true. Man will turn on you. Spirits will attack you. But greater is He that's in you and me and He that is in the world. This is not, you know it, this is not a game. This is a life we live. One day we're going to walk and one day we're going to fly. I got my confirmation when you said the midnight hour when you was up here at Zorn. I said, I guess that's it, God. He said, let my people know they're loved. I'm with them. I know what they're going through. I'm fighting your battles. You need just a little patience to endure the hardness till the promise of the blessing comes. After you believe God and the Word of God, you need patience to endure until the promise comes. How many can say you've went through doors, you know it's God, but the blessing's not here and I'm still waiting. 
guess what? Keep waiting. Because when that moment time's right, that door will open and no man can shut it. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. It's the truth. I get up every morning. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Can we praise Him? She's going to sing in a minute. But I just want you to know Jesus loves me. I made a bad mistake. I, I, like Pastor said. Sorry. Repent. Get up. Let's go. Let's go. You're my brother. You're my sister. You don't know what I did. I don't care what I don't care. I've been wronged. My wife's been wronged. I forgive them. Forgive them. I wish the best for them. Because I don't want nobody lost. I don't want nobody to go to hell. Hell is crying. Help! Send somebody a drip of water on my tongue. Let me out of here. Thank you, Jesus. Please let me out of here. Thank you, Jesus. Ain't no coming out of there. We're alive today. And we don't have to look that way. And heaven's my home. It's my hope. If we had hope in this world only, we'd be all men most miserable. Well, you made enough money. Made enough. I don't care about it. Thank you, Jesus. So you got It's nice. Nothing wrong with it. You don't satisfy. That's how this wonderful couple, and there may be more here that can say bye to a good paying job, two good paying jobs, a home, and say bye to a, for a little while to their church family, a great pastor and go out on the field and put his hands to the plow, raise their children in a travel trailer. And Jesus is saying, that's my boy. That's my daughter. That's my family. They're doing it for me. And doors will open. And devils, you, you understand, God will fight our battles. Amen. He's a healer of all our diseases. Yes, and you're right, Brother Brown. God be for you, who can be against you. You could go right through the valley of coronavirus virus, and all around you. Breathe without a mask. Somebody, I got to have wisdom. Well, you got the faith, go. God will protect us. You know how I know that? A viper on Paul. Then barbarians looked at him and said, Oh, sinner, he must have did something evil. The God's going to get him now. Shipped a venomous snake, snake off in the fire and sat back down, warmed himself, and he didn't swell and he didn't die. And they said, He's a God. <laughs> Not a God. He knows the God. He served the living God. So remember, I know you know, but I'm not much of a preacher. I know that. But this was a thought that God gave me. You are the midnight hour bride. You are the sons and daughters. We are of the Most High God. He loves you. I can pray for pastors now. I don't pastor no more. If you ever pray for saints, we're all in a battle. But pastors are fighting a battle. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Like they've never fought before. Pastor, do you agree? There's an attack. Because if he can snuff out the leaders, he can get to church. 
strong men of God, women of God, women of God. Hallelujah. Strong people of God. And so they'll sing. Maybe we'll gather around the altar, turn it back to Brother White.